most wonderful show is Keeping Up With The Joneses. Welcome to episode 183 of Keeping Up With The Joneses, where this week we are talking about keys to a better prayer life. You you jumped in. I was going to do that. I know. I thought I would take over today. I, I took in a breath to speak and you just <laughs> jumped right in. You should edit out the breath then. No, I was about to do our old starting like, Mrs. Jones, how the heck are you? And I just jumped you in. You jumped in. With I loved new it. starting. Way to lead. Yes, episode 183 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. We are talking about prayer, but before we get to prayer, I wanted to do a weekly catch up. Of course. It's a really short weekly catch up because mm-hmm. nothing really eventful happened. I had um, Mojo's tacos again this week. I didn't know about that, which I is know. why it was <laughs> This is confession on air. <laughs> Just walk in the light, baby. When did you have Mojo's tacos? Well, I had five $1 bills, so I went and bought a taco. <laughs> and you didn't tell me about it? Um, well, I saw Bill in the factory and he said I needed to try the new flank steak one. Bill is the owner of Mojo's Tacos, yeah. for people who don't know. And I felt like that was the word of the Lord for me in that moment. So as soon as you went to grief counseling, I went and got a taco. <laughs> so we both dealt with our issues in different ways. <laughs> you by a healthy method, me by eating a taco. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so good. Well, if it's any consolation, I had tacos straight after my grief counseling which which, you know went hand in hand so (laughs) but i dare say you got the better tacos i I just went to chipotle i did i got really good tacos monday and tuesday all of our students god bless them all did their first sermon yeah on our school we teach our students how to preach and then we get them up to preach yeah they don't really preach it's more teaching than preaching but they they all have a they do a segment of their teaching Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they stand up and and they get reviewed and given feedback by all of our staff, which has yeah. got to be pretty intimidating. I would think so. I honestly, I feel bad for anybody who's doing a father heart topic with me sitting in the room. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's like when you have to teach or prophesy in front of somebody who's been a teacher you've looked up to or a prophet that you've known for years. And you're like, uh. I was thinking about today. It would be like me attending a songwriting workshop and they teach me, okay, this is how you write a song. Okay, you know, here's a chorus. You need a chorus and a bridge and a verse. And okay, so next week, come back and sing us your song. I would just be like, I... Th- Are you joking? <laughs> Thank you for all the building blocks and the ingredients. But wait, what am I expected to do? Well, yes. I mean, it's maybe not exactly the same. I think it is. Well, we think it's not the same because we're... This is what we do for a living. For but you the last- can't in a week, like, learn to play guitar or something, is my thought. But yes, I got you. Right. But still. <laughs> his, his oh oh. They did great. I think they, every year, uh, I'm surprised by how well people do. And like when I think about how I started preaching, which was basically shaking, crying and vomiting, not joking. For the first many times that I spoke, I'm like, these guys are light years ahead. Right. And they got up there and they did it. And so many of them just knocked it out of the park. So, yeah, it was really good. Wonderful. Yeah. Wednesday, we had an all-day leadership meeting. Yes, with which, good coffee. Which was tremendous fun. I made it sound <laughs> like it was an arduous task. It really wasn't. When you're with people you love, time flies. Yeah. Although I noticed that everybody has different levels of attention. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I would, I would say I was in the medium range really <laughs> i'm okay. amazed you gave yourself so. marks that high okay well here's the thing I'm i made it about... a couple hours before i got distracted usually i'm distracted 
Yeah. But I was powering through. I was like. You had a task. You wanted to get that thing done. I love tasks. Yeah. So, and we were being slightly more relational slash goofy slash having Unproductive. But I also drank about six coffees (laughs) because they have a beautiful coffee machine and now I want it. And then Thursday was our staff meetings in the morning and then said grief counseling and taco stealing in the afternoon. And Zelda playing. You played Zelda as well? A little bit, yeah. Let's let's bring up Thursdays. <laughs> no, if you want to bring I've up learned, how much we've been playing, you need to look at the whole week. You still have me beat. I've learned to quantify your <laughs> just a little bit. So let's pull up the switch parental controls. Mm-hmm. Scroll down to Thursday. Mm-hmm. And AJ managed to play for two hours and 50 minutes. And how long did you play for? That's not part of the conversation. <laughs> Is it more like four hours? No, it was only two hours and 35 minutes. I mm-hmm. played for less than you. Okay. Let's look at Wednesday. AJ played for three hours and 10 minutes. I only played for an hour and five minutes. I'm positively self-controlled. Why don't you look at Friday? Well, Friday you played for three hours and 25 minutes and I played for two hours and 40 minutes. I think you are skewing the facts, sir. I'm just reading. The facts don't lie. J'accuse. J'accuse. Okay, now you're speaking French. Okay. I know where you're going with this. Uh Uh-huh. How are we getting on with Zelda? Um, Well, I have killed the four beasts, or not killed them, turned them back to being good guys. And so now I have all the special things where I can just fly around and stuff. It's really fun. (laughs) So my current plan is just to, you know, ride horses around in strange landscapes and kill bad guys. That's my, that's my current plan. Well, happy Thursday. Thank you. And then on Friday, you were continuing your work with Cooper on our video studio. Yeah, we mentioned this a little bit last week. We're, We're trying something new. We started this podcast a long time ago, three years ago. In part because there was lots of people who wanted more connection with us, but we were trying to work out how to do that. And that's honestly part of the reason the podcast is so conversational in nature. Like right now, we're having conversations right. about Zelda and our week. Right. Because the feedback's been that's what people want right. as well. Yeah. And it's also what you do in real real life. You yeah. sit down and say, hey, you know, how are you getting on? And, you know, what are you doing? And all that sort of stuff. Right. Here's the thing. I, I like podcasts. I really do. I, I listen to them when I'm doing the dishes or if I'm on a drive, something like that. You listen to them all the time. I do. I, I like podcasts. Yeah. But should we tell them how you listen to them? How do I listen to them? You listen to them at mock speed. You do something on your phone where it's like three times the speed. So <laughs> you have people with nasally voices that now are three times the speed. And I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. It's horrible. Okay, I just trying to maximize my time. So I do listen to things <laughs> oh at faster God. than real time. Oh gosh. And then I use an app. Which, How is that relaxing for you? It's just, it sounds like chipmunks are yelling at you I'm, about tech stuff. <laughs> I'm typically doing the dishes, so there's nothing relaxing about that process. Oh, okay. So I'm just feeding myself while I'm doing the dishes. Okay. But yeah, so I like podcasts, mm-hmm. but I love video. Okay. So I listen to podcasts, like you said, all the time, Mm -hmm. but they really are one dimensional. So I'm often doing something else. And of course, I'm just, I'm listening to these people. I I realized today, I probably use YouTube more than any other digest medium. Yes, mostly to look up Zelda shrines right now. (laughs) No, like more than podcasts, more than TV, more than Netflix, more than Hulu, more than movies. Yeah. 
I was a YouTube Red subscriber. You pay them $10 a month and you get rid of the ads. This year we redid our budget and we took that away from it. Please let me have it back. YouTube is a terrible experience when there's ads. Do you know they started putting ads in the middle of the video you're watching? Why did you say I took it away from you? Didn't we decide that together? We did powerfully. Okay, yes. good. I'm now asking. Well, that wasn't that <laughs> powerful a statement. I was like, wait, wait, let's just go back a sentence there. I'm now asking powerfully if I can have my $10 back again. Just um, give me like unfiltered. Well, it depends. I just don't want How much is Hulu live? Because we can negotiate. <laughs> wait. So instead of. I want to watch the Olympics. <laughs> instead of saving $120 a year. We're now going to spend $240, $240 a year. year. That yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? What would Dave Ramsey say? Oh, we, I mean, Dave, 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 if he knew us, he would love us yeah. and probably shake his head and say, I thought you took my course. Yes. My point is, video is amazing. It's, yes. it's such a compelling medium. And so we're trying that. We're trying to produce um, videos. We're, you know, working out all the technical kinks we've built a kind of makeshift studio in our house and, we, and, and we, I'm, I'm ashamed to say i haven't gone down and looked at the upgraded version with all the new lights oh you're you're gonna be amazed i'm sure i am it's cold down there though. it's so cold down there so i haven't been motivated i'm i'm waiting for nicer weather before i go into our basement the point is okay sorry we're trying to build a <laughs> studio <laughs> we're trying to build a better connection with you our audience our listeners if you would like to join us on our journey to developing videos, if you head over to patreon.com slash Alan and AJ, you can sign up and you can be part of this new thing that we're trying out. We don't have a lot of videos to show you, but we do have all of our efforts, our sneak peek. You have an opportunity to sign up and support us financially as we're building this and just be part of the crew that help shape and the format of these videos. And we'd love your perspective. Again, Patreon dot com slash Alan and AJ. So moving on from videos, let's talk about our topic for this week. Okay. We've titled this prayer, but it's really all about getting better at prayer. Yes. And I was thinking earlier today, I was just, I was praying ironically and saying, you know, Father, what do you want to, what do you want us to talk about in the podcast tonight? And I started thinking about prayer and I just started thinking about my prayer life and how my prayer life has grown over the years. And I came up with some some really practical things that I noticed that when I started doing, my prayers changed, and I wanted to talk about that. And I was sharing it with you, like, hey, babe, how about we talk about prayer? And you were like, yeah, that sounds great. So this is where we're going to go. I think, too, like, I don't know about you, because you, you grew up in the church, but yes. to me, yes, I did. to me, prayer is a mystery, you know, because I didn't get saved till I was 15. And to me, it felt like prayer was this mysterious thing. I didn't realize it was just communicating with the Lord. You know, I didn't, I didn't know it was just having a conversation with God. I thought, well, you have to know the lingo really to pray. So if you don't know what a hedge of protection is or what traveling mercies are or any of these other things, or how to beseech, right. Then you should just be the quiet one in the prayer circle because, you know, I just, I I honestly, I, I didn't know what was happening. And, and so I actually didn't try praying until much later in my walk because I, I didn't realize I was praying by having a conversation. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Here's my four major milestones in developing an amazing prayer life for the Lord. Number one. Number one. Well, the first thing happened after I met the Holy Spirit. If you if you know my story, I got saved when I was seven. I met the Holy Spirit in a powerful way in my early 20s. The biggest thing that I remember noticing was different after meeting the Holy Spirit was that I started praying out loud. 
Yeah. Prior to that, I would just pray in my head. Usually, as I was falling asleep, dear Jesus, thank you for today. Just love you. You're amazing. Just pray for widows and orphans in Africa, especially those who have no food. Mm, food. I'm hungry. Mm. You know what I'd love is a Kinder Surprise. I love Kinder Surprise. How do they get the toys in there? And before you know it, you're off on this rabbit trail and you don't know how you got there. So then you think it's important to follow backwards the breadcrumbs to get to where you last left off. And, right. you know. And that you pretty happen. much always end up thinking about chocolate somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> chocolate or Monster Munch. Okay. You know, one That's of those. disgusting. Monster Munch is so gross. You know what? You will be silent, young lady. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm I, so sorry. I would sorry. like a public <laughs> apology. I am. I'm just incredibly sorry for insulting Monster Here's the Munch. thing. There's pickled onion, there's flaming hot, and there's roast beef. They're all oh. delicious. Oh. <laughs> I mean, just the name. Disgusting. So disgusting. What's wrong with pickled onion? Pickled onion and roast beef? Two completely separate Monster flavors. Monster Munch? <laughs> Two completely. <laughs> really? Have you ever had them? I have. You've made me try them a couple times. They're disgusting. There's something deeply, deeply wrong oh, with you. Oh, no. There's something deeply, deeply wrong. Come to right. my counselor next Thursday. I, well, I have taste buds. Mm, Move on. Anyway, my point is praying out loud drastically changed my prayer life because I think often. We confuse our prayer life with our thought life mm-hmm. if you don't pray out loud. Mm-hmm. It becomes hard to work out. And, you know, you were talking about how prayer is a conversation. I always thought it was hard to have a conversation with an imaginary friend, which is what praying to God was like before I met the Holy Spirit, if I'm honest. It was right. just like, hey, dear God, I know you're there and I know I should I do think, this. I hope. So I, this is what I'll do. Yeah. But even to this day, I pray out loud. In yeah. the car, at home, yep. as I'm getting dressed in the morning, I'm yep. most often found talking out loud to God. Do, do you know what my favorite prayer has been for me recently? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> when you prayed for Josh and Sarah to have a smooth baby instead of a smooth delivery. <laughs> and Josh said that the nurses actually commented on how smooth the baby was. So, you know, your prayer came true. And that's but, the power of prayer right there. There you go. <laughs> All right, so that's number one, praying yes. out loud. If you don't pray out loud, I would encourage you to pray out loud. It, it would be amazing. The yeah. other, one of the major benefits of praying out loud is you know when you've stopped. Yeah, and and when you've rabbit trailed, of course, because you'd actually hear yourself talking about kinder eggs. It's actually one of the things, um, I remember hearing Wes Campbell speak on it a number of years ago, and he talks about you know how to pray, and that's his number one point as well, is to pray out loud, that the Jewish people are... Uh, taught to pray out loud for a good reason. And it's for all the things that you just mentioned. So that's really cool. The second thing I learned was the power of praying with other Christians. This is not in chronological order, by the way. I learned to pray with other Christians, I think, before (laughs) I... Before (laughs) that. But I was part of a home group for many years. And we'd meet every Thursday night. And I loved it. We would just pick a Bible study. And, you know, you could just buy these, like, Bible studies for small groups. We'd all go through the Bible study. Yeah. And then at the end, we'd all share prayer requests, and then we'd all take time to pray for one another, maybe like 10, 15 minutes of prayer. And it it was amazing, because you'd come back the next week, and people would give an update, a praise report, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And there's something amazing, of course, meeting, you know, where two or three are gathering my name, there I am in the midst of you, which is amazing. Yeah. But there's also, you know, when two or three agree on anything... You know, when we pray for one another, if we agree in prayer, amazing things happen. So it it was a stark difference once I started praying with other Christians to see what would happen. 
And I would encourage you, if you're not praying with others, get in the habit of doing so. Yeah, I think too, though, if you don't understand that prayer is conversation with God, that it's normal words, normal language, that it doesn't have to be some sort of inside track, but it's just actually making your petitions or your requests known to God, um, then praying with others is super intimidating. That that was what I was most scared of, really? was, was being around other people and saying the wrong words or whatever, because I didn't understand what it was. So... The freedom in realizing it is conversation, just like I'm having a conversation with you, but I'm having a conversation with Jesus and I'm saying, hey, Jesus, I need some help with this, you know, just like I would talk to you. Um, That helped me a lot because then those prayer circles or little prayer groups became less intimidating and more of a joining together than a, I need to pay attention to every word everybody else has said so that I don't repeat everything and I need to make sure that I fill in the gaps so that this prayer is really good and, you know, like all the pressure that can come with it. Wow. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> yes. If praying out loud was a big deal. Yeah. Writing out my prayers was a bigger deal. So good. So I learned from Dr. Marv Urquhart, and we've talked about this somewhere on the podcast. I'll put it in the show notes. But we talked about this whole thing about the four keys to hearing God's voice. And and Mark taught us how to do this thing called two-way journaling, basically where you write out your prayers to the Lord, and then you write back what he says. That was a paradigm-shifting experience for me. Mm-hmm. I, I did the math tonight. It's been almost 20 years that I've been writing out my prayers and writing down what the Lord says back to me. Wow. And you still look like a spring chicken. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I do it. I, I do it. I don't want to say I've done it daily for 20 years because that's not completely true. But I've got 20 years worth of journals of me talking to the Lord and the Lord talking back. And it's amazing having this huge big back catalogue of all my conversations with the Lord. And honestly, the, the two-way journaling thing, it's absolutely changed my life. But the quality of the relationship I have with the Lord could largely be attributed to the skill of journaling, of learning how to hear the voice of the Lord and write out your prayers. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's life-changing. It's it's an amazing teaching. Um, Mark calls it hearing God's voice, doesn't he? But mm-hmm. it, it's the two-way journaling teaching is great and it it is um it just brings your relationship with the lord to the next level i think and for that reason it's the very first thing we teach all of our students in the school of supernatural life yeah first thing we do is we teach them two-way journaling very first week we guarantee them but by the end of the week you will be able to hear the voice of the lord if you do these four key things and we teach them how to do that and oh my gosh amazing yeah because if you can get people hearing from god every day Life doesn't seem quite so scary, does it? No. It's just like, oh, you know what? I was talking to God this morning and I heard him and I know his heart for me today. And so no matter what comes along, you start off the day in a different place because you had a conversation in the morning. And you can also see the things that God has said and look back and go, wow, God, you said this and look, it happened. So it's really cool. And to this day, the bulk of my prayers are written down. Well, we, we write out everything, don't we? The prophetic words, everything is cataloged somewhere. Yeah, when we get a prophetic word, that's right, we transcribe it and we write it down. So we've got easy access to it. And more importantly, you can search for it. Like like this week at our leadership, not retreat, but all-day leadership meeting, we were combing through all the prophetic words that Grace Center has been given and yeah. just being able to have them electronically and search for verses key or key phrases. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. The last thing, but I thought of a fifth thing. Oh, well. Go for number four first, because it always comes before number five. Well, I want to end with this one. So oh. why don't you talk about praying scripture? Because that was incredibly 
vital in my yeah. walk with the Lord. Yeah, I uh, that's actually from the Wes Campbell teaching that I was talking about earlier. He does a whole thing on praying the Bible. And, you know, his keys are um, to set a time and make it sort of non-negotiable, you know, so set a time when this is when I pray every day. I, you know, whether you pray walking or whatever, but you have a time that you pray. And then to pray out loud, to pray standing or pacing. Uh, and his whole thing was um, when when you look at the Jewish believers at the Wailing Wall or whatever, there's movement there, they're standing or they're rocking or whatever. And that, that whole, they're taught to pray like that because it sort of uh, keeps you away, keeps you from, you know, sort of fading away. Um, and then his last thing was uh, pray scripture, pray the language of God. So um, when you're actually taking out, you take out the word and you start to jump off of the word as you're praying through it. So you might be praying through like Psalm 23 and you're saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Father, I thank you that I will not be in want, that I'm not alone, that you are my shepherd, that you're taking care of me, that everything is covered. And then you keep going verse by verse and you just keep jumping off of scripture as you go and pray scripture back to God, but but also add your heart in as you're praying. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. That was the one I just thought of as we were talking. So good. The last one, yeah. which I'm going to be sneaky, <gasps> I'm going to introduce, but I think we should talk about it next week, okay. is praying in tongues. Okay. This was hard to come by for me. Yeah, me too. I mean, I grew up in I grew up in a church that didn't believe that speaking in tongues was for today, so that was a rough start. I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't know what was going on when people <laughs> spoke in tongues. I was like, good heavens, they're having a stroke. <laughs> Something, Something's going wrong. Yeah. And so my journey into to praying in tongues is an interesting one, which we'll we'll share next week. Yeah, that'd be good. Because we both have a story of how we got mm-hmm. there. Yep. And uh, mine is ridiculously left-brained. We should do a podcast episode called A Left-Brainer's Guide to Speaking in Tongues. But anyway, the, the whole um, praying in tongues thing, that was a major, again, another major development in having an effective prayer life. One that I've used... All the time, almost all the time. When yeah. I'm stuck, even when I'm not stuck, I love praying in tongues. I do it all the time. I love singing in tongues. I apologize for the people who sit next to me in church when I when I <laughs> sing in tongues because usually I sing in a falsetto. I just That's I go true. for the highest note I can. I don't know why, and I just <laughs> I go at it. It's Jesse Early's fault. You know, whenever she sings an octave higher than is naturally possible, I try and match her with um, drastically different <laughs> results. <effects>. Yeah. <laughs> I love it too that our kids love to pray in tongues and they love it when we pray in tongues for them when they go to bed and you know so yeah they won't let us leave we can talk about all that next week that's great all right so that's what we're gonna do so there's our five things number one start praying out loud if you're not already number two start praying with other Christians just if you're not in a home group get in a home group or a life group or an e-group or whatever you call it Mm -hmm. but there's something so vital about praying with other Christians Make that uh, a regular thing in your life. Third thing, learn to two-way journal. We'll put a link in the show notes to the episode we did on hearing God's voice and the four keys to that. Number four, pray scripture. Really, really powerful. And number five, pray in tongues. And if you don't pray in tongues, next week we'll teach you our journey into learning how to pray in tongues. Sounds good. Hey, babe. Yes. 
Do we have any listeners' questions? We probably do, but I forgot to look at them in the email. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Actually, if you have questions you would like us to answer, or if there's questions from this episode, head over to alanandaj.com slash ask and send us a question. I promise I will look in the email and pull them out for next week and we can do some listeners' questions. So send us some questions that you would like us to answer. For now, if you want to learn more about our video efforts and become part of our Patreon community, head on over to patreon.com slash Alan and AJ. And finally, if you want the show notes for this week's episode, go to alanandaj.com slash 183. Have an amazing week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God are things we deal with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. Alan and AJ, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, sharing their life experiences. Keeping up with the Joneses They talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone 